We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You know, it's 12.02 right now. If they want to fire me at 12.05, I'll go home and find something to do. I'll have a good day. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Friday, April 30th, 2021. Alex Berutha here with Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! And filling in for Shannon is our special guest, uh, Rotowire DraftKings Sportsline contributor Mike Barner. Woo! Hey, guys. I'm honored to be an alternate amigo. This is like <laughs> the day I got married, the days my kids were born, and now the day I'm the alternate amigo. This is a dream come true. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> she can hear us. Quiet. <laughs> uh, thank you again, Mike, for uh, for joining us. Um, in Mike's honor, who- Alex, in Mike's honor, I've worn my old school uh, starter bulls hat. Yes. Um, when I lived in Wrigleyville, I'm going to flip that around now that the surprise is over. But go ahead. Run with things. Let's go. <laughs> uh, for those of you that are not currently watching live on uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Periscope, I think we're live on as well. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, rotowire.com. Some obscure that. Russian media outlets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's just jump into the news right away. Uh, we had Kevin Porter Jr. 
go off for 50 points uh, in the Rockets' upset win over the Bucks yesterday. That was a 143-136 uh, victory over Milwaukee. Uh, Porter became just the fourth player in NBA history to score 50 points in a game before reaching the age of 21. He was also the youngest player ever to post 50 points and 10 assists. Uh, the full line was 50 points on, I'm not going to read all the shooting, but 26 shots, 11 dimes. Shockingly yeah. efficient. A very efficient. Uh, 50 points, 11 dimes, five rebounds, one block. Very James Harden-esque, if I do say so myself. Ooh, you may. Uh, Giannis only played one minute in this game after tweaking his right ankle. He's probably not going to play tonight in Chicago. So on one hand, sorry, Mike, that you don't get to see Giannis. But on the other hand, for a team like Chicago that's trying to make the play in, this is probably the best case scenario. <laughs> They'll still lose. I can't. They'll still find a way. <laughs> and they lost to the Magic, so I'm not, I don't have my hopes up. Oh, that was that was terrible. Yeah. It's tough when Levine's out, right? Because it just yeah. ends up being a lot of Kobe White, who is like kind of doing only okay off the bench. And Kobe White's like a bad Kevin Porter night. The too many <laughs> shots and some turnovers that are ugly. And uh. yeah, he's one of those don't shoot it, don't shoot it. Okay, great shot kind of guys. Uh, one yeah. thing go right. <laughs> Alex, Alex, how the heck did your Bucks and Drew Holiday allow Houston to score 143 points? When I saw the scoring total, I assume it went to overtime or double overtime. <laughs> How did this happen? Uh, well, not having, I mean, I think Giannis going out early yeah. kind of messes up the game plan. I think the game plan kind of goes out the window at that point and it turns into a pickup game. But I, defensively, uh, they were switching a lot. So, like, if you watched, you know, I mean, you're not going to ask people to watch a whole game, but if you watch the Kevin Porter highlights, which you should definitely do, you'll see that a lot of times the Bucs would switch Brooke Lopez onto Kevin Porter. They did that for like three straight possessions. Hmm. Um, so I think, I think Lope, Holiday... you mean the fleet of foot, Brooke Lopez? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want him on a point guard. Yeah. Hey, Lopez, I know you can barely touch your shoes, but would you go guard the, uh, <laughs> the quickest guy on their team? Yeah, I think so. I Drew Holiday was on him maybe like 50% of the time. I mean, he still got torched, right? Like there's yeah. no question about that. He's a stopper. What is that? What's going on? Yeah, weird. Um, I mean, okay, Holiday's pulled a great night himself, as you talked about. Uh, you know, twenty nine points, ten assists. Yeah. He shot twelve of nineteen, but it must have just evolved into into a pickup game. But uh, um, we will we'll stop beating you up for this, and let's get angry about the Celtics. Kemba yeah. Walker <laughs> unlikely to play tonight at home versus the Spurs. Oh, shocking! Walker's not in the lineup. Ah, this is killing my. FSGA expert league. I'm in the playoffs, baby. I could, I could like get mentioned at our next convention with a W. But no, Walker's not playing, and I have him in my life. Anyway, Boston has absolutely zero lineup continuity with nine games left. Time Lord has returned. Smart will return tonight after one game suspension for threatening language towards a ref. Guys, have you two ever used threatening language in the workplace? <laughs> well, uh, I've been working from home now for four years. Uh, so sometimes I do get extremely frustrated myself and give myself a tongue lashing in the mirror when my waiver wire moves doesn't pick up. Um, but other than that, I only have myself to yell at. So, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. how about you, Alex? Alex? Did you, yeah, when the rotowire office and things ever get heated? Uh, no, I don't think so. I can say I was using some threatening language when I heard the Aaron Rodgers news yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely typing some threatening language to friends. Um, other than that, no, I don't. The Rotowire office is usually you know, in 
deadly like, quiet. If you were to use threatening language, everyone would hear it in the road. <laughs> if you were to use any language, people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, everyone's got their heads down and working for the most part. But um, no, I, I, don't, like, I don't think. I like yelling pledge Shanky and pledge Ilk, who are two of the Rotowire owners, <laughs> but were younger than me at our fraternity. So I can still do that. But uh, <laughs> we are not giving any fantasy basketball advice with this. So I apologize for the terrible tangent. Bring us back, Alex. Tell us about the news in Dallas. Oh, boy. Kristaps Porzingis. Oh. Hey, he returned last night. Ah. He got hurt again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, left, <laughs> left in the second half due to soreness in his right knee. So it was his left knee that he tore his ACL in while with the Knicks in 2018. And then last season in the playoffs, he hurt his right knee, which is the knee he just hurt yesterday. You need two good knees. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to wonder long term, which is going to be his good knee? You know, like when he gets his inevitable knee injury next season, are they going to say, oh, that's the one that had the uh, tear. Oh, that's the one that had the surgery. Both. Well, they both had tears. I mean, the, <laughs> the left was the ACL. The right was the meniscus. I, Mike, what do you think fantasy owners here do? Because the the Mavericks have back-to-back appealing matchups. Like they play Washington on Saturday. They play Sacramento on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They play four games next week. Is Porzingis someone that you're just like, you're going to opt on the side of caution and consider benching him most of the time? Yeah, I, I think so. Because they're obviously want him healthy for the playoffs. And with them playing four games in each of the next two weeks, I think best case scenario is he plays a max of three games in each of those weeks. And then who knows if he makes it through the games that he actually does play. So I think starting him is if you've got a championship run on the line here, I wouldn't want to put it on his shoulders or, and or breaking knees. Uh, I wouldn't want to mess with him. They got four games next week. Two are against Cleveland, which if he was healthy would be just delicious. But you know they're going to rest him for one of those Cavalier games. Yeah, they'll scream rest situations, definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah, this is a tough, tough point in the year. I mean, so I, I guess some fantasy leagues are over. Some are in the last week of the playoffs. It's kind of an odd season because I think some people, like in a league that I set up, I, I ended the season like three weeks ago. I was like, I'm not messing with the end of this season. Um, so if you're still in a league, I agree with Mike. I think I think you have to opt on the side of caution here. Um, but even though... Uh, Ken, even though Shannon is not here, we still have to talk about beef stew. Oh, of course. So in honor of Shannon's absence, last night, Zach Lowe on ESPN posted his weekly column, and he called Isaiah Beef Stew Stewart, backup center for the Pistons, quote, a legitimate candidate for first team all rookie. Lowe added, quote, his motor runs hot, always. He is a ferocious rebounder with a fast second jump, and they'll knock you to the ground to send a message. He also added, his jump shot is ahead of schedule. We've been loving beef stew probably too much on this pod because we devolve into hours and hours of Pistons talk. But guys, as Shannon has hinted to, and I go to you first, Mike, do we think the Pistons are going to move Mason Plumlee uh, this summer? I I think they almost have to, Uh, It's which stinks uh, because he's he was in an awesome fantasy-friendly situation as the starting center with the majority of the minutes early on. But I, I don't I don't see a scenario in which they keep him. And if they do, I mean, there's a chance he's the backup next year, which obviously would – I mean, it wouldn't be as bad of a situation as when he was backing up Jokic with the Nuggets, but it would still be very bad for his fantasy value. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart over the past month – uh, is the 89th ranked fantasy player on a per game basis. That's in 24 minutes a game. 
So, yeah, I mean, if he starts next season, I would not be surprised to see people draft him top 60. Um, that's obviously just kind of a, a shot in the dark here. But, yeah, I mean, if he's someone who can get, you know, 30 minutes a game consistently, then I think you're in a, in a really good spot. Um, or he's I'm pleasantly surprised with the 1.2 blocks a game since he's only 6'8", but boy, he's got a wingspan. And he hustles. He hustles. Uh, Alex, take us to some uh, dicey news out of uh, Atlanta. Yeah, if you've been playing DFS recently, if you are a fan of the Hawks or just kind of are locked into NBA news, you know that the Hawks have been dealing with a lot of injuries lately. Uh, Trey Young is questionable for tonight's game against the 76ers. He's missed the past four games with a, I think it was a grade two ankle sprain, which like if you looked online had anywhere from, it could be like a two to four week recovery time and he might yeah. be back in like a week and a half. Um, so that'd be pretty impressive. But Kevin Herter's already out. DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hunter is still out. And then we have Clint Capella and Bogdan Bogdanovich, both questionable. Um yeah, it's the first night of a back-to-back for Atlanta, Ken. Yeah, I smell rest day for the Hawks here, um, playing the Philadelphia. I think they may just tank this one and, and put their sights on uh, Saturday's game. Um, their situation's pretty good. I mean, they're locked in, obviously, to a playoff spot. Uh, there there are only one game of out of avoiding the play uh, play-in tourney, though. Um, you know, the Nate McMillan run here has been impressive. You hate to see uh, things topple over due to all these injuries. Uh, Mike, I know you pay a lot of attention to uh, Hawks lineups. Uh, you have any Hawks in your DFS suggestions tonight? I mean, if you're if they we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You do end up ro- ruling out Young and Bogdanovich. I mean, how can you not like Lou Williams? Uh, yeah. Over the last five games, he's averaging 14.2 points and 3.8 assists. So he's going to get all the playing time that he can handle if if those guys are out again. So that's something to keep on your radar as you're watching for news throughout the day. Yeah, Capella not playing too. Uh, interesting big situation. Boy, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we feel, How do we feel about any of the bigs on the Hawks? I mean, Okongwu is okay, right? I mean, he's, I don't really necessarily like any of them for DFS. I think they have relatively low ceilings. Uh, yeah. I agree. I'm with Alex. All right, gentlemen. Well, it's time to shift gears into our fan feedback section. 
Uh, shout out to super fan Mr. Power Metal first. He's got some. He wants some keeper league help from you two. Which of these two players? Uh, do, he's got a few guys who are locks, but he wants to know which of these two players do you keep next season? Jonathan Isaac, Lonzo Ball, Dejounte Murray, uh, Michael Bridges, or PJ Washington? The latter, of course, two bigs for Charlotte. Boy, I mean, I would say you'd lock in Dejounte Murray. Uh, yeah. that's the one I feel the most confident about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if categories aren't an issue, you know, like if you're not in desperate need of like steals or something, I mean, all these guys are actually good defensive players. That's the interesting thing, right? Um, I'm kind of partial to Lonzo ball just because I know, you know, he's been a top 40, like he, he shows that he can be a top 40 fantasy player when he stays healthy and he plays 30 minutes. I don't think anybody else on this list has shown that. Um, so my, my initial thoughts is lock in Murray and then strongly concerned Lonzo. But what do you think, Mike? A hundred percent agree. Murray was the easy first of those two for me. And I also agree that I think ball should be the second one. And one, I worry about Isaac, who knows how healthy he's going to be throughout his career. And two thing you got to realize with ball is just with his name recognition alone, even if you don't want him, he's someone that you might be able to get more than what he's actually worth in a trade, especially in a keeper league. So that's something to keep in mind is you, you keep them and maybe you're not hundred percent sold on them. So you try and shop them and see if you can get an upgrade for next season. All right. Good input. Uh, we also heard from Ramesh K. He wants to know from Alex, why is it the Bucks seem to be the only NBA team who doesn't give in to resting their players? I've got some thoughts on this, but Alex, you, you, you are our resident Bucks expert. Yeah, I mean, in, in past seasons, I would say that it's because so many blowouts, you know, like they're you, Middleton play like 29 minutes a game. That's not as much the case this season. I think I think part of it might be that they don't practice as much as other teams or they take more days off. You know, at least that's what I've heard. You know, they, they have, I think, some days where they just like basically lock guys out of the gym. I don't know how many other teams do that. Um I don't know. It is kind of interesting. I think they're girding themselves for a strong playoff run after some disappointing. You know, I I think they Budenhauser got too much heat for going too deep and rotating guys too much. I think he's girding this improved starting lineup to play crazy minutes in the playoffs. Uh, I'd say Thibodeau though uh, has the monopoly on playing guys to death. Not uh, not the Bucks this year. Uh, Mike, what do you do? You have anything to add? Yeah, the, the Thibodeau thing is perfect. And when I saw this uh, question when we were preparing for the show, I, I was listening to uh, Casey Johnson on the Bulls Talk podcast, and he had Luel Dang on. And uh, this Luel Dang can no longer great, walk anymore, right? Yeah, after, and uh, the, the best story that Dang <laughs> said was he was coming back from a lengthy absence due to injury, and he sat down with Tibbs and the medical staff, and they agreed to a minutes limit. Uh, and then the game started, and he played almost all of the minutes in the first half. And Tibbs looked at him at the half, and he said, so, uh, how you feeling? And Dang said, good. He said, do you want to play more? And he said, well, I thought I'd reach my minutes limit. He says, that's okay. If you want to play more, you can play more. So Dang said, sure, I'll play more. And he played like eight or nine minutes past what he was supposed to. And uh, he was talking about that's how he loved Tibbs for him doing that. Mm. Um, so that's some stories that you don't really hear too much anymore. 
<laughs> I, I love the idea of Tibbs like constantly just like screaming and yelling during the you know during like the game, but then when it comes to like talking to a player about his minutes, he's like, "Hey man, how are you feeling? Right. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. <laughs> play some more minutes? Like, are you cool right. with that? How are you feeling? Should we get some uh, shafters and discuss this over? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Noah comes over and pats him on the back. It's good, man. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> well, fans, if you'd like us to answer your question in the YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, uh, answer your question during the pod. Please go to the Rotowire YouTube uh, channel and leave comments to, uh, underneath this episode, and we'll address them next Friday. All right, guys, should we dive into our waiver wire suggestions as teams get ready for their playoff runs? Let's do yeah, it. let's do it. Um, so my the the player I'm going to start off with that's available in 50% of leagues. This is kind of relevant to what we were talking to you before. Dorian Finney-Smith on the Mavericks. Uh, you don't know about Porzingis' situation at this point, but I think he's a fine add regardless. He is rostered in only 43% of Yahoo, 27% of ESPN leagues over the past two weeks. He's ranked 44th on a per-game basis uh, behind 14 points, six rebounds, three threes, assisting a half, 1.3 steals. Uh, he also qualifies for Ken's dull suggestion of the week, uh, <laughs> someone that he he basically... Like, if you're in a 14-team league, you can just keep Dorian Finney-Smith on your bench like the whole season and play him when, <laughs> when you need him on a four-game week. Can I suggest another map? I'm going to throw out there yeah, uh, Tim Hardaway, who started three of the last four games for the Mavericks, exploded for 42 points last night. Um, I had a lot of shots if Porzingis is going to sit for a while, which I think he will. Obviously, Harder, Hardaway, extremely streaky shooter. But uh, if he gets on a hot streak this week, that could be fortuitous. He's owned in 57% of Yahoo leagues, by the way. Yeah, you might be able to get him if you're like a 10-teamer. Uh, Mike, how about you? Yeah, uh, Sadiq Bay, the bidet. Uh, Detroit Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> the only that team to catch it on like wildfire, yeah. baby. I had to make sure, even though Shannon wasn't here, we had to say the nickname. <laughs> Uh, the, the Pistons are the only team to play five games next week. Uh, Bay is available in 65% of Yahoo leagues. He has not been one of the Pistons that they've been resting. He's averaging almost 15 points, 5.2 rebounds, 1.2 steals, and 2.93 pointers over the last 13 games. Uh, the only word of caution with him is he's shooting just over 40% from the field for the season. So he's a little bit more valuable in points leagues than he is in category formats. But the bidet with five games, how can you not yeah. like it? All right. Well, I already blurted out one uh, available in 50% league uh, suggestion, but I'll repeat another one from last week. O'Shea Brissett is still only owned in 49% of Yahoo leagues, coming off another good game for the Pacers last night. I'm getting more and more worried about Sabonis' back and Miles Turner's toe. I think Brissett has a good chance at uh, continuing his meaty minutes. And he had eight blocks in the last two games. So if you need some block help, I think Brissett's a viable option. Am I being too uh, pessimistic about Sabonis and Turner, guys? I don't think so. I mean, they it's just one of those things where they were – I mean, Turner, there's been no indication that he's coming back soon from what I remember. He's just been, like, out. And Sabonis, I think, has been, like, kind of upgraded once in a while, and then he's out, and then yeah. his back. I feel like I've been teasing us with Sabonis. Yeah. I know you so, enjoy writing those injury updates, Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those aren't the ones that bother me as much as like the, uh, you know, I, I can't even think of a, a good example right now, but players who are just probable. Oh, you know, Dennis Schroeder probable for the past 12 games, that kind of a thing. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, Brissette's, Brissette's a good call because you, you, you don't know when Sabonis and Turner are going to be back. Um, and even though they are kind of fighting for a playing spot, the Pacers, it's just can't play those guys if they're not, if they're not healthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, take us to your long shot of the week. Yeah, going back to the Pistons, I, I, I am actually filling in for Shannon here pretty well. Uh, Literally, uh, yes. yeah. Uh, Frank Jackson, available in 98% of Yahoo leagues. He has not been resting. Uh, again, with five games next week, you figure most of their veterans are going to play three games tops. Jackson is averaging 15.1 points, 3.1 rebounds, and 2.33 pointers over the last eight games. So if you're in a deep league and you need a little bit of a scoring boost, Frank Jackson, Action Jackson is your man. Yeah, Pistons who are not being rested is kind of a key at this point. Didn't think I'd be saying that at, at this point because uh, they're kind of like the Thunder where they'll rest anyone over the age of 25. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah. Jackson's been solid for them. Um, he's, he's just mostly a scorer. You know, like you see the – if you look on certain sites, you'll see him listed as a point guard, but he is – he is not a point guard. He is a score guard. Uh, so don't get that confused. Uh, if you pick him up, my long shot of the week is Contavious Caldwell Pope, uh, who is available, excuse me, who is rostered in 18% of Yahoo leagues, 14% of ESPN leagues. He's ranked 49th over the past two weeks on a per game basis, uh, averaging about 17 points, four threes, and a smattering of other stats. Um, I think he's a guy who the more healthy the Lakers get, the more upside he has. Cause he's someone who just kind of chases threes and shoots a lot of open threes and threes in transition. And when guys like LeBron and Anthony Davis are around, those are easier shots for him to find. So I'm not, I'm not worried about those guys coming back. If anything, it may help him. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you need threes, everyone knows that KCP is a guy for you. Yeah. Yeah. can get hot at a moment's notice. Uh, I'm going to dive into my long shot. Someone I'm still bitter of the Celtics who have a terrible bench. They let just walk away. PJ Dozier, former Maine Red Claw, dominated the G League, should be in Carson Edwards' spot for the Celtics. But anyway, he's 28% owned in Yahoo. <laughs> Nuggets injury woes, forcing big minutes on Dozier. Obviously, Jamal Murray's done for the year. Will Barton and Monte Morris have been out for extended periods. Uh, he's had four starts. And what I love about uh, Dozier is he gives you a little bit of everything across the board. Nice stocks, some points. We'll hit threes. Um, not great shooting percentages, but everything else, counting stats, look great. Uh, so P.J. Dozier uh, is my uh, long shot of the week, gentlemen. I don't think uh, I don't think you should be too upset about the Celtics letting Dozier go because I think Jokic can make anyone look like a rotation player. <laughs> All right, thanks. Well, you haven't seen Carson Edwards play. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I haven't. I, well, I remember him last season when he, what was he started the first three games of the year, like hot and then never, like never did anything. Yeah. Never and basketball just game. the fact that Dozier's seven inches taller, like that alone should have been the, Oh yeah. Let's go with the guy that actually has some height. Right. <laughs> it's not uh, rocket science. <laughs> I'm just trying to relive the Isaiah Thomas days. It's like, what we, is- we are shamelessly. Yeah. Hoping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, boy. <laughs> Do you have a dull suggestion for us this weekend? I do have a dull suggestion, and it comes with a caveat, though, because he's a Los Angeles Clipper, and the Clippers only play three games next week. But if you've got daily transactions, Marcus Morris uh, starting uh, in the, uh, for the Clippers, last eight games, he's put up 20.1 points, 5.4 rebounds, 
and 3.5 uh, three-pointers per contest. Obviously, they're, you know, Kawhi's battling foot issues for the Clippers. Uh, but they're also going to rest Kawhi and PG down the stretch here. They're kind of a lock for the top four. So I like Marcus Morris a lot if you've got some uh, flexibility on your roster. But again, be warned, Clippers only play three games next week. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to DFS. Uh, a reminder that all of the uh, prices, the salaries that we'll be using for players will be coming via FanDuel. It's an eight-game slate today uh, on Friday. Uh, uh, and if you are not playing on Yahoo, or excuse me, you're not playing on FanDuel, you're playing on Yahoo, or you want to try playing on Yahoo, go check out Mike's article uh, on Rotowire for tonight's slate. Uh, Mike, how you wrote that Yahoo article a lot. <laughs> Monday through Friday, I gave, I gave up Saturday and Sunday uh, with the kids, but I do fri- every f- Monday through Friday. So make sure you check that out. I got you covered. Soon Mike's kids will be writing the Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but we're not too Oh, Dad, I like that price. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the the highest over-under uh, for today's slate, Trailblazers at Nets, 240 and a half. That's the highest over-under by 13 points. Um, I kind of actually missed last week. Was it last week or the week before where we looked up the highest totals from like 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. We should, I think we should, that could make that a tradition. Uh, cause <laughs> the last time it was like two teams score 187 points. Uh, so main injuries for today's slate, as always, make sure to check the RotoWire Lions page, check the RotoWire news page. Um, if you have the app, use that just because, uh, we've talked about it so many times on this podcast. The injury news this season is crazy. It comes out of nowhere. Half these players are are available and then they're not, but, Right now, we know Kevin Herter's out, Jaron Jackson's out, Chuma Okiki is out, Mike Connie is out, and questionable, we have uh, Kemba Walker, Colin Sexton, Kyrie Irving, Terrence Ross, and Giannis. Um, I'm going to uh, jump right in with, I think he's the most expensive salaried player on the slate. No, he's second, Russell Westbrook, uh, $11,000 against Cleveland. Uh, obviously, like... If you're in a if you're in a cash if you're playing cash you're playing a 50-50. Westbrook makes sense. Uh, he's got a really high floor. Obviously, he's averaging 57 fantasy points over his past 10 games. The Cleveland matchup should be pretty pretty easy for him. Uh, but the main thing here is Washington. Like Washington needs to win games. Right. So they're playing. They actually care. <laughs> yeah, they're in the 10th seed right now. They're 28 and 34. So um, they will not be taking it easy. I don't think against Cleveland. And you're talking about Westbrook is the second most expensive. Well, most expensive is Giannis, and he's probably not playing. Right, right. Uh, Mike, who who's someone that you are uh, checking out for tonight? Yeah, I like from that same game, uh, like you said, the Wizards play at the fastest pace in the league, so that's an appealing matchup. Uh, Darius Garland, 7,800. He scored at least 35 FanDuel points in nine of the last 10 games. Uh, Colin Sexton is questionable with that concussion, so if he doesn't play – then I think Garland should be almost a lock, especially in cash games at that salary. Uh, if Sexton does play, I still like Garland just because of the matchup. Garland has been very good lately, like a really very much a, a second year guy who kind of like really stepped up. Kind of reminds me of when um, a couple seasons ago, De'Aaron Fox didn't have an amazing rookie year, and then like as a soft, he was being drafted in like the one twenties, and then as a sophomore, he just like. 
uh, shot up the ranks, and that's kind of what's happening with with Garland uh, at this point. Um, yeah, he's really appealing. Yeah, and uh, we talked about before the Hawks injury situation. Uh, if Clint Capella, who is questionable, sits, I think you have to really consider Joel Embiid uh, against the 76 or from the 76ers. He's 10,200. That's a salary. Um, Facing is, a rookie. Yes. <laughs> Embiid's recent string of games hasn't been fantastic. He's been under 30 minutes a game. The performances have kind of reflected that. But um, I think, I mean, I think if Capella's out, this is just a, a spot for him where he could absolutely, you know, go for 60 fantasy points or something like that. Because, you know, Philly, like, they've locked in a playoff spot, right? Like, they don't have to peddle in the medal every single game, but they do have a chance to get the number one seed if they, you know, if they keep winning games. Like, they're only one game behind the Nets in the loss column, so they they do have reason to play hard and, and play their guys. If uh, Capella doesn't play, is there a prop bet we can wager on a Kongu fouling out? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if he makes it to the fourth quarter, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that would be available on any approved run-of-wire <laughs> You know, like uh, I got to talk to Rocky over at the sports bar. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just just hit me up on Slack. I'll give you per- my personal odds for that. And we, can, we can work something out. We'll trade Bitcoin. We'll do the whole. We'll do the whole thing. Um, Mike, who else are you uh, looking at for today's slate? Yeah, I really like Buddy Heald. Uh, he's seven thousand even on FanDuel. The the Kings are just a train wreck right now. Darren Fox is out. Harrison Barnes going to miss. Uh, his second straight game since Fox went down, he has averaged almost 20 points, just over five rebounds, five assists, 1.3 steals and one block across three games. So that's about as appealing as it gets. Uh, also going to some big men. Uh, I, I can't talk enough centers. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas and Jared Allen are both 6,800. Allen torched the wizards when they played over the weekend. He had 56.4 FanDuel points. Uh, so if Sexton is out again, they might ask for even more from him. And if you're working your way a little bit you're, lower, you're not down- concerned about the Alex Len matchup. <laughs> well, you know, I was going <laughs> to let Alex talk about Alex <laughs> because I know how much he loves him. And Len has been playing pretty pretty good the last yes, couple of games. Actually. What do you think, Alex? Is he on your list? Uh Jared Allen is on my list. Uh, <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex Len, not so much. Um, Fifty four hundred. He's cheap. He, yes, he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's back, back to back, thirty three plus fantasy point nights. That's not bad. I mean, listen, he he has his moments. Okay, at this point, yeah. Alex Len is a uh, moments player. He's know? happy like, to be employed in the National Basketball Association right now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he will be for five years as like a third string center. Most yeah. of the time. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, he's hey. he's he's good once in a while. He'll get his pension. Um, my last, my last suggestion here, uh, DeAnthony Melton, 4,300 is his salary. That's against Orlando. Grayson Allen is doubtful for this game. Mm-hmm. Melton's pretty risky because I'm not really sure how the Grizzlies are going to handle the Allen right. absence. Could he go to Desmond Bain? Could Desmond yeah, Bain? Yeah, I mean, I, that's the thing. I just don't know. Like, is it going to be Desmond Bain? Is it going to be, I mean, Conchar could play some more minutes. Um but I think Melton has the highest ceiling of those guys. So if you're just shooting for, hey, who, who's someone that has, you know, upside of 35 to 40 fantasy points, if they get 25 to 30 minutes, I think it's Melton because he's a huge steals guy. So he's someone that could come away with four steals. And that's obviously worth a lot on FanDuel. 
Um, but if you're looking for someone kind of risky who may not be in a ton of lineups, I think I think Melton is is a guy there. Um, Could tonight be a slow mo night? I mean the yeah. the the uh, low ceiling is always depressing with slow mo, but uh, fifty five. No, because because uh, Jaron Jackson's out and right, and, uh, and, right, yeah. Almost minutes have been down since Jaron Jackson came back. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, Ken. I think uh this is a great night for Slomo who's having a like Kyle a really Anderson, we season. should say, for those yeah, not familiar of. with the awkward <laughs> nicknames of the Grizzlies. <laughs> for the for the for the for the MLB fans that are just who randomly stumbled upon this podcast and are like, you know what? A couple hundred on NBA DFS. What the hell? Who is Slomo? Who are those exciting Grizzlies that I could wager on? I'm typing it in on FanDuel and it doesn't come up. Uh, <laughs> Mike, let's uh, let's round out this segment. Yeah, I think one last situation you want to keep an eye on is the Nets. They played last night, so I think that means Kevin Durant's probably going to sit out. Now, Kyrie Irving sat last night. Uh, I think that was more of a rest situation than anything else, so I, he probably will play today. Uh, two guys I like, Bruce Brown. Now, he's missed a couple of games with a knee injury, but if he returns, I think he's a great option. He's averaged... 35.1 uh, FanDuel points across his last nine games before getting hurt. Um, now, I thought about butchering this name on purpose so I could get on the <laughs> mispronounced name list. Um, it's kind of like a bucket list thing, but I'm, I did look up the pronunciation. It's Alizé Johnson at 3,500 well on FanDuel. Uh, he crushed the Pacers sure did. yesterday. He had 20 points, 21 rebounds, and two blocks. You know, Blake Griffin might sit this game out for rest. We got Aldridge retired. Um, so Johnson, if you want to take a flyer in tournament play, I think he's an option. Crazy how the Nets let the Pacers get back into that game last night. Uh, but I guess when you have all the uh, sitting woes the Nets do, anything's possible. But it was like all the Pacers scrubs. Cockroach got in there and played some good ball. Um, I don't know. It's just odd to see. But, you know, the Nets don't care, right? What do they have to play for the rest of this regular season? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even check. Uh, Durant did hit the over on his player prop, which was, I think, 29 and a half points. Um, felt like a pretty easy over to me yeah. <laughs> when I wrote the article, but um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not always the case. Um, he was 16 for 24 from the field. He's shooting like 60% plus since he came back from that lengthy absence. Perfect it's from the charity insane. stripe. Unbelievable. charity stripe last night. Yeah, yeah. 10, 10 was, times. If he was healthy the whole year, if he played every single game, Played 35 minutes. I think he'd be. I mean, he might finish like fourth in MVP. Third. Does he ever have? Does he ever have a 75 plus game season though? Uh, from here I don't out? think so. Yeah, here yeah, on out. No way. I don't think that ever happens. No way. I don't think so. Uh, but hey, as long as you have him in the playoffs, I think uh, I think you're you're pretty happy with that. Maybe if he plays for Tibbs. That'd be the only situation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> His knees bleeding and Tibbs just yeah. like, get in there. Get out there. We need a rebound. <laughs> More defense out of you, Durant. <laughs> yeah, they would they would they would bench him for like uh four weeks just to have him like go in the gym and like eat pizza and do bench press. They'd be like, We don't need you on the court right now, Kevin. We need you to be able to guard Joel Embiid in the finals. In the, in the <laughs> conference finals. He just switched uh, teams again. Yeah. Ken, uh it's time for your old man rant. Ah, the playing tournament is stupid. Ooh, let's get excited about the Wizards and Bulls fighting for the 10th spot. Ooh, or how about New Orleans attempting to catch the Warriors at 10th out west? 
Who cares? All four teams have losing records. They shouldn't even catch a whiff of playoff scent. The Bulls are a crappy 26 and 36. The NBA season, even at a limited 72 games a year, uh, 72 games this year, it's way too long. What's the point of a regular season if almost everyone makes the playoffs? So instead of teams 10 through 12 tanking, now we have teams ranked four to six coasting into the playoffs without a care in the world. Go back to 16 playoff teams. Ah. A solid go-to for the old man rant is just complain about anything new. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. That was fantastic. As a Bulls fan, the play-in tournament is garbage. I do not care. I like getting Vucevic because they can't attract free agents, but you're 100% right. The play-in tournament has got to go. How many more years does Vooch have on his contract with, with now with Chicago? Two more. Two, Two more. more. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, – well, I think the hope has got to be you get a decent free agent this summer, right? I mean, it's not <laughs> – I mean, look not, at the backup plans. They keep – they miss out on LeBron and, and Dwayne Wade. They get Carlos Boozer. They miss, <laughs> out, they miss out on Carmelo Anthony, and they get Paul Gasol's corp. I mean, it's just like <laughs> – what, what what else can we do? Who are we going to sign next? And the Williams. I mean, what's next? What was his total? What was Gasol's total minutes for the Bulls? Like twelve or something? It was uh, ridiculous. Right? No, he made he made two All Star teams on the Bulls. This is not. I'm not making this. Oh, up. all right. Sorry. This, this I'm, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of his last season there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you might be thinking of Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Games. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He like he like walked into the building, took a jump shot, and broke his foot. I think that's about <laughs> his check. Then broke his yeah. foot. <laughs> he yeah. he was he was replacing Boozer, so they just set the bar so low. As long as he didn't <laughs> yell at Noah to grab rebounds, get it, Joe. I mean, that's all Boozer did. <laughs> He's just yelling it in Spanish instead. Yeah, Joe didn't even understand him. It wasn't in French. He was like, well, "Why? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, Calm down, man. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, all right true confession the only reason i invited barner on the pod was hoping for a bull's rant and i, and I should have said i should have just deferred the old man rant for you to get everything off your chest about come on there's got to be some more anger what else are you angry about the bulls before we go? Uh, i i actually kind of had a semi old man rant prepared can can i go with it is oh, this, please. Yeah, all right, yeah. right this is kind of like a middle-aged uh man rant or like a late 30s man rant but what okay first of all <laughs> why are there so many streaming services now Ooh. can't i just pay ten dollars a month and watch everything on netflix <laughs> i have to get hulu and peacock and paramount plus and all these other weird things i just want to watch reruns of the office and pay ten dollars <laughs> this is garbage I want to go back to the two dials, one for yes. channels one to 12, and then the UHFs. This is awful. I cut the cord and I pay more now. I can't <laughs> find Paw Patrol anywhere for my children. This is awful. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for Paw Patrol to make the pot. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. That is a, that's an old man ran I can get behind. Uh, <laughs> all right, thank you for indulging me. I was Certainly. really excited about that. My wife was actually spent an hour and a half last night trying to figure out all the different viewing apps we have on our smart TV. <laughs> My uh, wife she, rearranged them the other yes. night. 
That's what she yeah, she did that too. Yeah. Yes, you see? <laughs> Our wives are kindred spirits. <laughs> oh, we should get them some cheap wine and a back porch to hang out. They'd probably divorce us, but it would be at least entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this would not go well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, did we butcher any names? The the Elise Johnson. <laughs> that was news to me. Uh, <laughs> I would have I would have slandered Ken for saying Elise, and then it turns out it was Elise. No, I thought he, it was Elise. He, he's admitting that we oh, do not okay. know how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I were right, said Elise. I would have said right. Elise as know. well. I didn't think to look it up. I thought it was Elise. I know. I you watched saved YouTube us. highlights to make I sure. Know. Oh, it's easy. Oh, it's easy to check. We could probably <laughs> we ought to look. We ought to research a little more, but you, 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 putting it phonetically in the notes, that's the way to go. That's the okay. way to go for sure. I got you. Yeah. Uh, so I think we avoided, I think we avoided too many pronounced, uh, mispronounced names, but as usual in our waiver wire section, it feels strategic that we include names like, well, Dozier, Dozier isn't necessarily easy, but <laughs> Morris, Brissett, <laughs> Bay, Smith, uh, names like that. So uh, that will, that will pretty much do it for us, everybody on the uh, on the Road to Wire fans. You want to recommend podcast. you want to recommend Poku just so you can say that eloquently again, Ox, because you're always good at that. Alexei Pokushevsky. Oh, yeah, love, yes, I got it. it. Uh, I I can type that too. That and Mahalu. Those are like my, you know, my uh, resume that's, worthy. That's what my resume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Can type <laughs> Mahalu without looking. Um, <laughs> Okay, Ken, uh, let's take a saga here with a quote. Yeah, let's go to Denver, or at least where that's where he plays now, where JaVale McGee has played only five games in April for the Nuggets, but a few years ago, he decided to wear a Bo Jackson jersey post-game. When asked about it, he said, Bo Jackson did everything. I feel like low-key, I'm a Bo Jackson. JaVale McGee. Okay. Attention, passengers! This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com